joining us back up at with the financial Rio. It's another opportunity for us to have a conversation about money, especially for millennials, boomers, Gen X, and even Gen Zs. I think I covered everybody. So ultimately, <laughs> my name is Lawrence Delva Gonzalez, and I'm always joined by my co-host, um, uh, lovely Melderluce, as well as Atlanta Alsan, unless she's actually in a relationship. So as we see lately, she hasn't been around yet again. You know where she'd be at? She'd be in the gym trying to get right tight for her man. That's about it. I don't want to go get into the details. It, just call her out when you hear her name again. And please shout her, you know, right in the comments. Let her know that it's not cool anymore. It's just not cool. We don't call her out. Just what it is. So, yeah, I, that's that's how I'm going to start. That's how. I, no, no filters, no edits. Oh my goodness. Hi everyone. My name is lovely. Atlanta is um, occasionally more busy than usual. I'll say it that way. Um, Getting her gym life together, but she'll be on at some point of this episode, hopefully. And if she's not, then like Lauren said, blast her on Instagram, just blast her, tag her. It's Atlanta. And then tell her that, you know, what's up, what's going on. We don't hear from you. Um, yeah, I think, I, okay, you know what, I might actually sell that to people, like, we're not in the same place, I think sometimes when you hear oh, podcasts, yeah, we don't, people you think, don't even know what's going on, think, yeah, yeah, people think that everybody's in the same room, and maybe they're looking at each other, they're doing like a breakfast club type of scenario, nah. let me, let me, let me set the stage here, we're three different first generation Haitian Americans, like, we started off, quote unquote, broke, poor, whatever, po-po, I even know about money, that's how, when you're poor, you don't even know there's levels, you just know that you're, you're just poor. Like you, I lived off a of free lunch, reduced price lunch, free. You know, as long as I could get uh, to, to school on time, I was getting free breakfast and free lunch. And that's, that's all I had. I didn't even have the extra money to get the little extra hot dog, sausage links and stuff like that. But let's be honest, a lot of people that, that ate those things, you see where they're at now with their lives. So I'm just saying, you know, they're toxic. Just, <laughs> just call it what it is. But ultimately, just to go around and tell you guys that we're not in the same place, not in the same time. Um, but we are in the same time zone. We are on the east co- eastern coast. I'm in the DMV. I'm basically like 20, 30 minutes away from Washington, D.C. It's not that far, but I guess I can't really claim D.C. living. But ultimately, I'm in the suburbs, that part of D.C. where it looks like the shadows. You know, like you remember the Lion King when it's like, hey, do not go there. That's Upper Marlboro. That's where I live. <laughs> All right. Do not go there. Lawrence is out here looking at the shadows, y'all boys. Yeah, it's in the shadows. It's in the boonies. But it's the suburbs. It's pretty, it's inexpensive to live here. It's still pretty great. And you're still um, metro accessible. And uh, the other ladies are in different places. I'm telling where Atlanta is. And you can tell everybody what you are. Atlanta is actually in in Florida. Um, You know, South Florida area, the metropolitan South Florida, that's a little bit more Democrat than it is Republican. Just like, you know, it's usually trying to steer that way. Kind of weird, but it's what it is. So she lives, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't I don't associate with poverty anymore. So I don't know. She lives, she lives in a impoverished location. Where where she live at? <laughs> what city? Atlanta live. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I went to her house um before. It's I believe it's West Palm. Yeah, West Palm Beach, but I don't know exactly the area. It's West yeah, Palm. We don't have to, yeah, we don't have to, you know, pinpoint it down. Like it's not so sat TV here. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, she lives. Yeah, she's in West Palm area. So I'm, I'm originally from Miami. And she's in a from? place that's in transition. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's, gen- she's gentrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's gentrifying it. She's the gentrifier. Just like you know, she's the enemy <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> so what's up? Where do you live at, lovely? I actually live in um, about 20 minutes from the kind of like well in the suburb near um, a city. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. We're about. 20 minutes away from Boston, 
give and take in a, in a town called Waltham, which is pretty cool. I really like it. Um, really calm and really nice. It's really, 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 really nice, actually. Really quiet. Really amazing. Yeah, I think my wife went up there and she said yeah. uh, you, she loves the area. And she, she, had, a, she had a sense of pure... Uh, um, bouginess or bourgeoisie you know I, I like to call it when she kind of felt like she needed to put a mint coat on she's like I picked her up from the airport she just felt, she I felt like I was beneath her something like for some reason like I dirtied herself like like it's like can't, she came back in the car as a Toyota Sentra she just felt different she's like mm, I don't like this <laughs> like this should be like an Uber or something I'm like this is your car it's not even my car like why, why are you mad like, like she just had the feeling that she just downgraded her life because of me like i can't i can't no, i had to tell her that we can't afford boston just so you know we cannot afford boston man but you guys should definitely come to visit um visit again do a good tour there's so much to do in boston guys like so so much we went to this place actually this past weekend i went to this place called rockport and it had the beautiful sea. We went into like an excursion. If you do not know, Rockport actually has all the granite and the streets of London, actually that those pavements and granites actually come from Rockport. And I learned that over the weekend. So when you're walking in London's floors, all those materials are actually from Rockport and some of the streets here in Boston as well. So yeah, I robbed London? No, London robbed us. Okay, like they just—it's extreme bouginess right there. Extreme, yeah, but it's really beautiful. Like when I tell you, it was like it was breathtakingly beautiful. We went on like an—it's not a big mountain, but it's just a little bit of mountain. I had amazing seafood. The lobster is amazing. So you guys have to come. You're talking about you talking about cobblestone roads. You talking about like cobblestone? I think they're going to call she. Um, what did she call them? I recorded yeah. part of it. Hey, Europe is savage for that. Like it's straight, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like there's cities like Strasbourg, straight up cobblestone roads everywhere. But it and is just to pure, let you guys know, it's pure hardcore hell. Sadly, people people died. Okay, like <laughs> people died, and like literally being able because they had to pass the sea. So when you get to get those materials, like yeah. the water overtook some of the people, and people drowned. Oh, that's nice. So it's like a not blood diamonds, but blood streets. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that, it sounds so depressing. It's so somebody has to sac- somebody had to sacrifice for this luxury. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, um, but it was beautiful. I can't wait to actually go to the summer, um, because you get to see more. But it's really, really nice. And there's so much. Like I feel here, there's like a cultural of family. So things are. They have activities. There's a lot of museums. You can go to like the Boston Tea Party, North End, South End. There's a lot of history. And when just walking down the streets of everyday Boston is very like, it feels, hey, okay, there's some things here that I can learn and I can experience. Um, I haven't really explored like Black Boston yet. So I'm still trying to like, they have this whole week of like um, Black something something boston restaurant about. week like like restaurant week like a small business week and stuff like that yes those type of things and so i'm kind of like taking my chance i went to um like a market where they had like all the small businesses um come out i will not shout out this jamaican restaurant because the food was not hot and it was not good hey but- northeast let's let's be honest northeast Caribbean folks ain't right. They, they ain't they're right. not. The, the, they're flavor, not. the flavors ain't what it is. You know, it ain't popping like that. Hey, I'm from Florida. Like so guys, the, mm, 
You know, mm-hmm. like, even Haitian food up here, you're like, mm, what do you, what flavors did you use to make? Yeah, this we got the Caribbeans that did not know, you know how to. Like, I don't know what to call them, but the Caribbeans up northeast, guys. Sorry to hear, it's it's not where it's at. Y'all not popping. There was one yeah, 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 yeah. restaurant, and she shut down. So yeah, nah. it's a, it's a shame. It's actually a shame. I don't think they know that. I think they think they fire, but I'm like, nah, nah. It's, it's not what I grew up in Florida, like, so no, like, no. We we North get East, real place. We get real place of food. You know, like straight up ten dollar plate will probably kill you. I'm just saying, it's a pound yeah. of. It's literally it's, it's heavy it's, on the hands. Solid. It's heavy it's solid. on the hands. Yeah, I spent it's like gonna... thirty five, forty dollars on a fish recently, and it was just like, and they didn't even give rice or anything else. It was just a fish up north. It was like, just it was, a fish. Just the fish. I can't make this up. Escrivicious or something? Was it escrivish or whatever? No, with the snapper. Like the snapper? Mm. Fried snapper. And yeah, I was like, like and you know, you you look at like, so so there's no condiments, there's like nothing that comes along with this. Oh man, I had to stop my wife from fighting this Jamaican place recently. Cause it was kind of like, okay. They have this Jamaican style food, but they kind of mirror it to um, what's that thing? Uh, Chipotle style. So you can kind of pick and choose different elements um, to kind of mix into that. Mm-hmm. So um, he asked, do you want a, a, a plate of the rice bowl or the like the, the pita? Not the pita, but it's kind of like, a, I guess the Trini is called a roti, the roti, whatever. Mm-hmm. She says, I want the plate. I don't know what ended up being, it was weird because they just gave us the plate and she didn't get no, no starch or nothing. And she was about to fight this guy. It was just a young kid, like 15, maybe like 14, he, or he's like 15, 16. He had no idea what was going on. He's just serving what the people asked for, but it's just the way it was. You don't get anything. It's like, if you either get the rice, the, when, when you said plate in black people's mind, you, the plate comes with stuff. Exactly. That plate not did not come with stuff. <laughs> it just came with the protein. She was mad. She was starting having questions. I had to pull her to the side. Sorry, sir. <laughs> like, like, it's what it is. She made her decision. We'll move on. It was just a bad play. And we never went back. Yeah, the, the experience. Like, how you, she's like, you dare me. Dare you give me a plate. Like, yeah, you asked for a plate, ma'am. I'm like, I thought did the damn shit. She's getting loud. <laughs> like, getting real loud. It's like, like when you think about it. Hey, I want a plate. You're not thinking that plate is coming just with a chicken, a piece of chicken. You're thinking, okay, Ooh. we might have some veggies, we might have a starch, and then we have the protein. Maybe it's smaller. It's not necessarily like one of those box things. But so you're just gonna try me with like a piece of meat? Oh man, she was so pissed, and the price was even like as higher. So it was just weird. I just yeah. like, hey babe, I'm paying for this. I'm paying for this. Move on. And that's how I felt because my friend, we were all in different like little cave- um, caveats of the market. And she went to a place and literally they didn't take card. I know it's like a vendor thing, but it's like, come on guys, you are outside Boston on a, on a weekend for you just not to take card. You're already losing money. And you know, if well, you guys may not know, but I'm a business consultant. This is what I do. So when I get into these areas, like all the things that are going wrong is like red mark, red mark, red mark. So I get there. It's like, there's no, okay, cash only. Fine. Cool. Whatever. I made sure we had cash or whatever. And they were like, oh, we could do cash app. And so you know how cash app has a little sign and it has your name. So like, what's the name? Oh, we don't have a name. We're like, no, there's no way that you can have a cash app and not have the little number <laughs> sign name. They're like, oh no, use the number and it works. And I'm like, but even with the number, I can make a, I can make a, a mistake. He's just yeah. like, 
I looked at her. I'm like, I'm already ready to leave. But she's like, no, we got to support. We got to support. I'm like, all right. Then we, I, I don't know if you guys ever had doubles, but doubles are like really small. And like Florida, you can get doubles for like three, four dollars at like a Trinidadian restaurant anywhere. We got two doubles and one patty and it was thirty five dollars. God damn it. <laughs> I would have fought him. This is why I don't do it here. I just don't do it. You can't catch me slipping like this, man. I look. Well, there's some times, yeah, if you catch me in the moment and I'm already going to give the cash that one time, I'll just never, ever come back. Like, you've lost my my business for life. Like, I won't speak. And if I don't talk about you on social media, I don't share anything. That's because I hate you. I want you to fail. (laughs) Very much. I don't want anything from you. The fact that you cannot, ooh, ooh, I would have been mad. I would have been yeah, mad. Yeah, we walked away, and it was just like, and she like, lovely, don't tell the story. It's dead. I'm like, it's not dead. I got a whole week of telling everybody the story until it's out of my system. Because my biggest thing is just like, we want to support businesses. Not, I'm not even going to say Black businesses, just businesses in general, small businesses. But you guys have to make it better for us to support. I understand that, yes, you don't want to get the fees, but count if you don't want to get the fees, do the math of the fees. You can literally um, factor those costs in in your pricing, but don't surge us. Not only were you not getting the fees, but we paid for two little doubles, like I mean the little, little doubles, and one patty thing, and it was 35. It's like, this is highway robbery. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know how we got here. Let me let me first of all let me let me, let me turn well, this we're around. Sorry, guys. We we're going around. We got, we, we really we, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While we got here, we basically wanted to share with you guys that we're in different locations, and that's why you probably um, hear kind of sound differences. And we're working yeah. on that. So we're listening to the critique. We're listening to the to the hate mail. We got you. We are we are poor people. We're trying to put get it together. Please give us some grace. <laughs> Like, so we could get the right, you know, whatever mix. And at some point we'll be rich, but it's all good. But at least at this point, we don't have the same space. So therefore we're operating at different sound levels. On top of that, I guess we got into this episode. I guess at this point we were talking about like, what's, let's call this episode something. Like the, what's good about living in different spaces, like the positive. Yeah. And also, you know, hey, bad, uh, well, business practices. I don't know. Let's turn that thing around. But ultimately... When we talk about like food, especially Caribbean food, you're going to find a lot of passion. That's, that's the first thing. You're going to find a lot of this. Like I went to like, and I, and I posted on my Twitter, you know, because I want that smoke. I talked about it. Like I went to a Nigerian spot. I got their jollof. I thought it was meh. It was pretty much mushy. I could taste what it is. It's tomato paste rice. That's all it really is. It's not that special. Y'all got like songs off of it. Y'all got like like a battle with the Guyanese off of this stuff. Y'all battle back and forth. And I'm not quite sure what y'all battling for. It's kind of like, like battling over uh, plantains. Like it's the same plantain. It's just plantain. Chill the hell out. Like, like it's not that serious. And and I put that out there. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to come. I'm going to have a whole episode talking about jollof rice. Because I want the Nigerian smoke. That's all. Lauren said he wants the whole smoke. I, I, I want them. I want them to fight me on have it. Like, not I really want jollof, so I can't even critique go, it. Can't give I'm it feedback. Go have jollof, and you're gonna be like, "This is it. This is what you guys are killing each other for." I'm pretty sure there was a civil war for this. So like, over I'm telling jollof. you, and it's always it's um, not that simple. Nigerians versus Ghana. But I heard 
What I really heard is that Senegal has the best jollof rice. And reality oh, is the reason oh. why they don't talk about it is because they're like, there's nothing to even compete for. That's what we heard. Oh, and, and so this just makes to let sense. y'all know. Just to let there y'all know. A, there was a girl that got really pissed off at me on, um, I guess, in the DM and, and IG about this whole post thing, right? And she she was getting at me and I'm looking at her. Why is she so mad? Like, you're Senegalese. Like, what's your beef in this product? But she was kind of like trying to say, have you tasted other other foods in the diaspora? I'm like, chill the hell out. Have you tasted, have I tasted it? I went to North Africa. I went to like um, East Africa. I've tasted West African cuisine. Yeah, generally I have a taste for this stuff. I know what this thing is. I could tell you Asian food is at the top. Maybe the top three. Asian to be very food honest is with top you. tier. Top three. It it's is top, top three. Tier. It's not even just, if, if I had to be unfair about it, it's top three. This three, they, you could even easily drop addition there is top three. However, just to be, you know, hey, friendly to everybody else, you got Haitian cuisine at number one. Um, what's it called it? New Orleans Creole cuisine, which is damn near similar to Haitian cuisine at number two. Yeah. And then you have Jamaican cuisine at number three. Trini people could, I don't know what they do. They could just, hey, hey y'all copy um, Jamaican stuff. Sorry to say it. I, I, sorry to let y'all know. Sorry to, I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's <laughs> we're, we're, we're canceled. Everybody that goes, everybody that went to the carnival. Yeah, everybody went to the last carnival. episode of the Financial Griot podcast. Like the, the, the Trini people about to go nuts. They, they, they're going to dance their way to, to like, nah, to protest, Caribbean protest. Uh, well, they're going to get their queen, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is going to, you know, tweet about me at some point. But ultimately, this, this episode's gonna come back in like two years bite me. and yeah. bite us. We're gonna be doing a live <laughs> podcast recording and some like, apologizing. I'm gonna be apologizing, like the fake apology. <laughs> like, I'll be on Fox yeah. News. I'll be and on you Twitter. The hand I, on your hand. I apologize. I apologize for what I've said. What I've stated. Jollof is a national dish. It should not be stated like some BS. Reading off a script, everything. But ultimately, I say all of this to say that different cities do have their different form of food, cuisine, and their different pluses, especially for like world cities like DC. Even though the price is high, there are also a lot of free stuff. And that's exactly what Lovely was talking about in Boston, that there's you can literally go walk around and you're living in the museum itself. So if you go around DC, there's a museums of the uh, Smithsonian Museums, they're all free. You could go to different locations, take photos at the monument. So you're paying for these luxuries in and of itself of living in the city. So yes, the cost of living might be a little higher there, but at the same time, the cost of your income coming in is also as high. So it's not just that you're losing just at the cost of living and the expense side. On top of that, there's weird things, and I actually pulled it up. I'm not going to name the name. I don't want to put them out there that bad, right? I did want to steer to this thing. This restaurant a Caribbean restaurant, it's Trinidadian. It's, that's the most I would say about it. Like we went there and they're trying to make it more like an upscale DC living. So I'm gonna tell you right now, how much do you think an Oxtel plate is? Um, I'll, I'll go for 20, 25. Pretty much it's, it's 20 bucks. That's these Oxtel serves with jasmine rice and cucumber salad. The veggie is 14. The Trini Chinese style chicken is 15 and you, it's a small plate. It's not really, it's a small plate. It's not like, it's not what you're thinking. It's like half, half rate. It's a small, it's our version of a small, which is like their main dish. Oh. Then you got the curry beef and chicken 16. 
and you've basically slopped in there. But ultimately, even the chicken wings, and that should give you, I think it's like five chicken wings for $12, straight up. Five chicken wings for $12. By the time you finish eating the chicken wing, the, 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 the moment is done. And you're right, the double, oh, they got the doubles over here. It's $6, though. And we got three for 35. You Ooh, get it. Boston. So you oh, never mind. You know what? I'm, I'm going to leave that to y'all, Boston. I'm going to leave that to y'all. So, yeah. Snapper. Yeah, they don't, they don't going to put the number on there. The Escovish thing. They're not going to put the number. Oh, my. Oh, you know it's, it's going to be seasonal, high. Seasonal price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seasonal price is my behind. The oxtail grilled marinated. Uh, I, they call it the plate for $22. There's the oxtail. I guess, I guess there's two oxtails. There's like a very small bowl. And then there's also like those um, three pieces of meat and a very small bowl of rice. And that's your oxtail for $22. Get right, man. Get you guys right. can't see me shaking my head, by the way. Get right. Get fit out here. So there are pluses and minuses of living in a big city. Pluses being that you can get around, especially for kids. Like I used to go around with my little cousins in Miami it is sacrifice on, on tilt. You go to the movies with like five kids, you, you spend at least $80, like on food, drinks, whatever. And at the end of the day, they're going to look at you, they're going to stare at you with their beady eyes and say, we're hungry. Like, yeah, how? I fed you popcorn. You should survive. <laughs> like, And then there was a time, I think it was when they were really kids, because I used to go around and pick them up all the time and take them to like the children's museum. I get there. Well, first, we used to go to like, I hop or stuff like that. And the, the ladies would be like, oh, that's your kids? I'm like, nah, that's not my kids. It's like, ah, oh, that's so well, nice. We're, here, here. we're gonna take a pause. Law was pimping out his these kids. He's no, still- no, I, I was not pimping them out. They just said, oh, kids. And the kids was like, ah, oh, I love you. And all that stuff is all good. It's Aww. all great. Then and everybody hit you with the odds. Oh, cool. <laughs> then I went, I brought up to the museum, uh, the child, the children's museum. I paid probably a hundred and something, twenty dollars. And I looked at myself and I and I looked at them and was like, do I get a discount for being a veteran? Nope. No discounts or nothing. And then when, when the lady says, oh, is, is, it, is this your, you know, this your beautiful kids? The little girl said, excuse me, they, he is not my daddy. He's not our dad. He's just a cousin. Oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, I'm like, it's on me. I just dropped all this cash. Damn, just let me ride out. Let me get a moment. <laughs> like, like, you don't She's know like, the excuse difference. Excuse me. Excuse like, like, me. Matter clarity. of fact. <laughs> he is not our father. I'm like, you know, this why I don't take you nowhere. <laughs> like, this, I'm like, you know what? It's cool. But ultimately, if you're in D.C., you can take your kids anywhere pretty much for free, minus the food. So if you're smart, you feed them on you, you know, before they leave, you make sure they use the restroom. You go out there, you enjoy the day. Hopefully, if you're, you're lucky, you get them back in the car, you shut them back, back down over there, feed them again and let them use the restroom back at home. Yeah, I, I, those the, those cities are just really beautiful. There's just so much. Like I have like a a list that I do that I have on my phone. Anytime somebody say hey, I'm visiting, I just shoot that list over. Um, there's just too much to do, and they're just and again, like Lauren said, that there are things that you can do that don't cost you. And I think this is a caveat to something that I we we can actually get into, and gives it some context. It's like there's a lot of us that are saying that luxury has to mean spending. But the fact that now there's a little bit more leeway with remote working, people have a little bit like those those quote unquote times that you were commuting commuting back and forth, you do have a little bit more time. 
try to do something in your city. That's one thing I'm challenging myself coming into the rest of 2021 and entering 2022 is to do things that allow for interactions. And I met two new people. I'm literally going to be at a, a virtual event because I met somebody new. And as well as going out to coffee, a lot of times we're thinking that we have to spend, right? And there are so many luxuries that you can find in your local cities. So go ahead, figure out what museums are around, figure out what you're into. Like if you haven't been kayaking, add that to your list. There's beautiful hikes that you can take. There's just so much that you can do without necessarily always having to spend. And I think that's something that we need to relearn that you can have a great time. And like Lauren said, we, you can just eat before you leave. And some of these things, you just go experience them and then come back home and it, it costs you nothing but taking two hours out of your schedule, but you're outside, you're feeling better about life and you get to be inspired. For me, being in a city like Mass and um, in Boston, there's an inspiration that comes along with just seeing how they re they took old buildings and added like new scrapers to them, skyscrapers, and just seeing like um, an evolution of a city coming around and it inspires me. So I get back to the week feeling like, oh, I can do my dreams. I can do something. And sometimes you just want to relax. Sometimes it's just, you just want a good stroll. So my thing is um, find whatever you can in your own local city with your children, with your friends, with your homeboys and explore. And I think there's something to be said about how like, oh, that's nerdy. Like, what are you talking about museums or this, that, and the third? Give yourself some new context, try. You'll be surprised how you like it. Yeah, I think that's uh, well said because a lot of people don't really know what they like until they kind of, you know, tried it out. And a lot of times because we're not necessarily familiar or maybe we didn't have the, um, the environment around us that allow us to try things, we kind of just laugh at it and we laugh it off. But sometimes I look at people like, I, if only they knew who they really were, right? Like the person that they could be, the, 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 the pure joy they can have, the type of lifestyle they could really live that's going to really kind of like add more value to them. It would be shocking to them to be who they really are. Because some people I, you know, I hang around with sometimes and I look at them and it's like, hey, if you only knew, you don't have to go to the club to, to, to be fulfilled. You know, especially when I see, you know, I be at the club with people, like, I see you at the club too. You're not really having a great time. You're there. Maybe you, you know, put on all the makeup. Maybe you, you got dressed up, but you're, you're so stuffy. You can't really move. You can't really sweat. You can't really do anything. So what is the point of that? And that's why I kind of stumbled on salsa, whereas I was trying something new. And the majority of the salsa uh, community is not about the look. You know, like uh, establishing the look is not as important as are you enjoying yourself dancing? Yes, eventually you get to a certain style and swag about you and you add that to your you know, pizzazz per se. But nine times out of 10, it starts off with just learning how to dance. And sometimes it's making those mistakes, making those errors. And that's really what's um, getting to these different cities taught me. You have to make the error. You got to go. You got to try foods that you never tried before. And sometimes you, you realize, hey, maybe it's not that good. And sometimes you just figure out, oh, maybe this is dope as hell. And I tried some Ethiopian food. I didn't really kind of like catch the vibe of it, but there's some of my friends, they, they completely die off of this stuff now. They're like, I gotta go get me some Ethiopian. So you never know what food or brand you get into. And even though it might not be Jolof, right? You know, maybe that's not true style. Maybe He's that not is, maybe that isn't. He's not I, hey, 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 I said, I said, hey, I said to myself, maybe I'm not really a Joe Loft type of guy. I get it. You know, it is what it is. But doesn't mean that I don't like, you know, some some other type of cuisine that's out there as well. So it's always good to kind of branch out, push forward and try new things and leave your environment or leave your city for a weekend. Go to the next city over trying to figure out that city. 
I'm from Miami originally, and I tell people that all the time. Like, there's parts of Miami I never knew about. To this exactly. day, there's parts of Miami I, I really don't know about. But because Likewise. we don't take the opportunity to just travel around and really get to interact with people, we miss out on really getting to know our own city. So D.C., if you're Boston, if you're New York, you know, go around different areas that you your friends don't recommend to you because they don't know about it. Maybe you're the one that's going to end up recommending those locations to them. Yeah, we went last winter to this place that's about an hour and 45 minutes from us in um, Mass into New Hampshire. And we actually went to, the, there was like this horse um, sledding thing. It was really, really cool. We got to see these ice sculptures and I've been sending people pictures. I was like, you just moved here. Like, I've never even knew that this existed. I'm like, they come here every winter. Like, this has been going on for years. But it just to show you how you can literally be in a place. And here's the thing about how we talk about environment. Like, oh, you need to change your environment. Sometimes it's like you need to change your approach in your environment. So you sometimes you need to be in the same place, but have a different thought process about the place and be willing to say, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Because I think what happens is that we don't want to go to some place that we do not know. And it kind of gives anxiety. And I had to call myself out because I'm going to just I'm just telling myself, I don't like playing like riddles. Like, I just don't because I'm like, OK, they be going over my head sometimes. And I'm just like. I'm more like analytical and other things like creative stuff. But I realized that playing them though kind of triggers another part of your brain. And so that difficulty of figuring out what the answer is, is actually a good thing. It's your brain being uncomfortable trying to make out. So I think actually it was Lawrence's wife, Doreen, that brought it up at one one of our team meetings because we do like these icebreaker things. And so now we were, um, um, we were going on the little road trip this weekend and Marie's like, oh, let's play these riddles. And I'm like, I don't like riddles. Y'all know I don't like riddles. But guess what? I don't have to like it to play it. And it just continues to trigger your brain and it makes your brain uncomfortable so that you can kind of figure out like, oh, oh, they were trying to trick me in that question. And so now I'm realizing that sometimes it's because we're not actively listening that we didn't, I, that's what is, that's what's going over my head. Cause I'm doing, my brain is like all over the place. So I'm like, man, I wonder what area in other areas in life that things are going over my head, but it's not really going over my head. It's because I'm not listening well. So it's like a quick car game, but essentially it triggered something different. I may not like it, but now I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to always, when we're going on a um, long ride, we did questions before, like random questions to learn about each other, but now we're doing riddles and we've been playing Jeopardy and our little company meeting things as well. And these things are good because it allows you to kind of think differently, put you in a different brain space. And I think when we're like always on social, always reading the same things, that's why we're not growing because nothing challenges us. So for me, it's just like, let's go ahead and do things and experience things that challenge the way you are. And I think that's when you're, that's how you have a rich life. Like you are quote unquote, and I was listening to Steve Harvey and he said something. He's like, after you sit in first class, every time you pass it, you're like, hmm, these economies <laughs> look weird. <laughs> they don't feel the same. <laughs> hmm. Because you had that experience. And he's like, because you had that experience, you your brain starts to think, well, how can I always be in first class? Maybe I can use my credit card and maybe you don't have to pay for first class all the time, but you might have points where you can upgrade your seat and have a different experience. Your brain starts to figure out how do I have these better experiences? So sometimes go to a hotel. You don't have to stay in it. Just sometimes go in the, in the lobby. Nobody's going to tell you anything. You can sit there and just be in that space and that vibe. 
go to a place that's like a nice restaurant and maybe you get, maybe you can only get the salad and that's fine. Get the salad, just experience these different things. And it gives you a taste and a palate for something different. And it challenges your perspective. And you might realize oh, it's not for me. I don't care for it. But you also may realize that it is for me. And I want to be able to create a life, go tour homes that maybe are a little bit outside your, um, your pay rank or your um, capacity, dream a bigger life, but smell it, be around it. And maybe in that, it'll inspire you to figure out like, how do I create and design a new life that I want? And maybe you want to live and be a farmer and own a, a land, go visit a farm. I don't know what you're into, but expose yourself to different things. And I think it'll allow you to be able to design and create a life that you want. Yeah, wow. That's a lot of things. That I'm starting to actually get back to actually writing notes when I listen to somebody, because then you could kind of get to that, I, you know, that good it's a good habit to have in order for you to start really listening to what they're saying and also note-taking wherever it actually matters. I think one of the stuff you talked about and you kind of brought it in to get these inspirations, it doesn't have to necessarily be expensive, but definitely look into the restaurant, your local restaurant week. Um, they typically have it maybe once a year where you can actually get what three to three, um, three star or three course meals. That's what they are. Three course meals from different restaurants for a very relatively cheap price. So in like DC, typically like your, the lunch or brunch special is like $22 for a person and you get three kind of like different dishes, like your um, light, medium, and also your dessert. Then you also get um, for dinner is around like $35. So every city has one. I know Miami has one, New York has one, Boston has one. A lot of these cities typically have one to basically trying to garner more people to go to those restaurants. And I found some amazing restaurants in DC because of that. And exactly what uh, Lovely was saying, the fact that I was in D.C., you know, since like 2014 and I was going around places taking photos and people was like, oh, I've never been there. And they've been there like a lot longer than I have been. They're like, I've been here for five years. I never tried this. I never know if this exists. And I'm looking at them like, did you ever try to leave your home? Or, you know, or they all everybody always recommended one place to go. Did you go to Ben's uh, Chili Bowl? I'm like, yeah, I see it. It's, it's all right. It's just chilly. <laughs> like there's a lot of other places you could go, but everybody, every uh, time that you get to somebody that's been living here, did you go to Ben's Chili Bowl? Because that's all they've ever known. So instead of being like everybody else, I tried to go to different things, the farmer's markets, the other experiences that you talked about to just check it out. And you find that it might be something that you love. Um, another thing about what you said is the idea that, um, that some things go over our heads, right? And this, recently I, I watched a special, The Closer by uh, Dave Chappelle, who's been getting a lot of like smoke uh, this week. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, I'm 20 minutes in, but <clears throat> last night I had to go. Okay, I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna give it up to you. Like in the first two and a half, um, two thirds, not two and a half, but two thirds of the entire special. I, I didn't think it was the strongest that he's ever been. But the last part, the last one third, magnificent and in in totality when you think about like the last part being that good it goes back to the to, the to the title the closer he closed it you know what I'm saying and i think the first half now the first third the first two thirds become so much more significant because it went over our heads half the time when people are saying maybe he's not that good maybe that joke didn't land majority of the time because that joke didn't land because the audience themselves has changed and they're not thinking they're not processing information as fast as they perceive themselves to be we're into the shock value now we're listening to the news the the, the things we see in ig so the audience is not as smart or savvy as we used to be 
we're bec- we're dumbing ourselves down. And that's like the genius of what he's saying is it within those words, within the shock value that he's dropping is the genius about what, how he said it as going over our heads. And I think that's part of what I'm learning in 2021, going into 2022 and beyond is you, you literally have two, hear- two ears to listen. You have one mouth, mouth to speak. So the idea is that you have to start listening a lot more intentively. You need to start watching a lot more. You need to start understanding and breaking it down or even slowing things down enough to appreciate them for what they are. Am I saying that he's um, he's not abrasive to different um, communities? I'm not saying that's not what, what it is. But did you understand what he was trying to go for? Did you understand what he's trying to say? Even inside of it, he even breaks down and says, hey, my, my gripe with society is with this group. He made it plain, clear, and simple. But yet people said, no, he's attacking that other group. And everybody's looking around like, but he's even, even in this entire moment, he even told you who his group, the group that he had the issue with, like emotional frustration, traumatic frustration with this group. He's been saying this for the last 30 years of his experience. I don't think people have been listening and that's why he's the closer. He closes better than he starts off because in totality, he's been telling you this entire life story and you haven't been listening. So I think that's part of this thing that I'm learning nowadays. I know we we talked a lot, we ranted on about different things, but the goal here is to tell you the stories that matter and hopefully get you some perspective that you could change your life, your understanding as it relates to finances, mental relationships, physical, I guess, getting yourself physically fit, healthy, and capable to, to engage in this world that we live in and not just to be a passerby. And that's why we, at least that's why I do what I do. And why do you do what you do, Lovely? Um, pretty much the same, like lessons so that people can be able to imagine and design their life. I was telling my friend that yesterday that I was sitting back and thinking, what is the message? What is the thing that I want to leave into the world? I talk a lot about business. I talk about a lot of spirituality and becoming a better person. The biggest message is that your life does not have to stay the same. Like in this moment, like you're listening to this podcast and we we like to joke a lot. We like to do a lot of banter, but if you notice, we close really well. We always do that. That last bit of the podcast is always fire. Always. Closers. Closers. (laughs) We always come in, like we refine ourselves. We get all that toxicity out. And then we always come back with something solid. And I think the the message and exactly what Lawrence was saying was that a lot of things need to marinate. A lot of things need to be thought through. And if there's one thing that I do want to leave to this world and in this world is that you don't have to stay the same and you do not have to let anything in your past dictate your destiny. I think those key things, because there's so much things that I could have done better. I should have done better. But baby, it's October 9th, 2021. That's when we're recording this. I'm sure you're not listening into it at this point. But at that, in this, in this moment, that whatever's in my life that I feel that's broken, that's not equal, that's not whatever, I can change it. I think too many people live in regret because they never decided to make a different, a different move. Because something in their minds and their hearts told them that it's always going to be this way. Like you could be dating a trash person right now, let them go so that you can experience real love. You can be at a crazy job, stressful manager, whatever, but you can start school if you're 45 and literally change your career and live the second half of your life way better than the first. 
the best days are not behind you, they're ahead. That's the message. Like you can choose, you can grab whole, like you can come across the neighborhood finance guy, 15 years to be an automatic millionaire. And I've just wasted the last 35. Yeah, you can do that. You can really in that moment, make a decision to become different, to do different. You're just one decision away from it. And it's literally like the message that I want to share with people, because I think so many of us got get stuck. I was that person that I had felt like after college, I didn't know what to do. And it's like at 23, you felt like your life is over. Like what kind of thinking, what kind of toxicity, what kind of negative thought process was that? When there are some people, they wake up at 40. They, they got that aha moment and it cha- they change their um, trajectory. Look at Tabitha Brown. She was talking about how it took her 15 years to get her moment. She's New York best tell um New York best selling author number one, and she's been on this journey for over fifteen years. And just in the pandemic, one of her carrot bacon videos went completely viral, changed the course of what she wanted to be an actor. She wanted to do all these things. Fifteen years, and her moment came. What about you? Are you gonna give up? Are you just going to keep telling yourself the same thing? Well, you know, my mom and dad, you know, you know what they did to me. You know, you know, my friend that shut up. Be still. In this moment, I can have something different. Stop the negative talk. You're, you may not move to a mansion tomorrow. You may not be riding a, a, a I don't know what, a, I don't know, a, a fancy car. But life-changing, that's available to everybody. I truly believe that. So that's why I do podcast recording. That's why I started a consulting firm. That's why I want to see more business owners not go from, not even paycheck to paycheck, invoice to invoice, but really learn that, yes, the first couple of years are hard. But if you keep on the journey, you can unlock something that you can leave to your children. You can use some of your funds to invest, to become better. You can change the trajectory of a whole lineage because of the decisions that you make. Like, I don't think we understand that. Like you, like you, Lawrence, like literally are creating a whole different legacy for your family, a whole different one from your narrative already. Your children won't, like the things that you went through, your your kids are not going to, they're not going to know that. Oh, they're going to be bougie as heck. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to know that. They're going to be out here eating ramen, okay? But not ramen noodles. Raymond, okay? They're going to be out here just being- Gentrified, gentrified, Raymond. Gentrified. <laughs> you know, because of the decisions that him and his wife are making. But Lawrence is not an anomaly. He's not a, oh, the exception. Lovely's not an anomaly. Alance is not an anomaly. Like, these are decisions. So I know that was long-winded, but that was to wrap up to say, we do this so that you can have your aha moment. And maybe it's going to take you episode- 98 might take you episode 98 it might take you episode 100 but we hope that when you listen to the financial grill that if something is clicking in your brain in your heart that instead of faking it instead of telling people that i'm okay i actually can become okay i actually can become good and it's going to switch so keep listening keep taking notes i think we're wrapped up in this episode we did really good Oh, hey, I'm going to wrap it up, but I do want to kind of give us a little bit of shine because I don't think we give ourselves enough shine. Oh, we're going to uh, get shine. Yeah, yeah. In, in this situation, uh, I think this week, uh, I believe on uh, October 8th, 
We were actually featured on All Star Money, a Motley Fool's uh, service. Motley Fool's is a very reputable uh, financial um, pod, um, newsletter, uh, news reporting and podcast and all that good stuff. So they've always been around. We've been featured um, through uh, the resident curator, Marcus uh, Garrett, who um, has hosts his own award-winning show, The Market Garrett Show. Basically, he has the opportunity to review different podcasts and kind of like select them and actually share them out to the audience and the audience. And he picked um, us as number two for October 8th. So the first one being Women, Money, and Power with Kathleen Burns. Um, Kingsbury is a podcast. And the second one being our sub, our sub Black Luxury Spending, Wealth, and Debt pay my trip pot, you know, that, that episode podcast. And ultimately the last one is in here, it says using side hustles to fund real estate and build wealth with the frugal gay podcast with uh, Lauren Keen uh, Almond. So adulting uh, from adulting made easy. So there's a lot of different opportunities um, that are available for us. So I'm happy that other people are checking us out, you know, sharing uh, what we've been doing, what we've been talking about. And like you said, taking the time to really listen to it because I think uh, this is the kind of thing that changes lives. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I've, I've been hearing a lot of great things and we've been hearing a lot of great feedback, even though one of them is like, hey man, get yourself a better mic. It's all good, hater. It's all good. Unless you want to give us like some money, cash app us. How about yeah, that? Yeah, cash app, but, cash app us. <laughs> I, I, I don't take crit- criticism. I take it poorly. Like, man, we think you know, we thank you for real for letting us know. We really yeah, work yeah. on the mics. Um, you know, you know, Atlanta out here just you know caking, so we can't even sync the mic. So blame it on Atlanta at this point. Cause me, you're um me and Law Bent had the Yiddy, Yiddy, whatever, Yadi, whatever they call yeah. it. You you're changing everything up, like every what would I say, everything. <laughs> like how it's tricky. Yeah, I guess we've gone too far. Okay. Yeah, that's that's where you know you gotta wrap up this damn podcast. But before we go, since we're giving ourselves kudos, I'll let you guys know. So all the top 10 cities that have been listening to us, um, well, countries, not cities, because we don't have I don't think we have the um, cities, but we do have the countries. So of course, United States, because we're we're here. Japan, shout out to Japan. Oh, um, coming through. Yeah, and then we have somebody in Spain listening and france germany the philippines okay. um united kingdom of great britain and north ireland canada and and uh, and we do have somebody who's listening in nigeria so when we get oh. like a three-star rating oh, yeah. or one star <laughs> it's like, it's like we know that one guy done. that one guy or girl in nigeria is about to, about to get real mad about this joloff comment it's about <laughs> oh, to be crazy God. and the republic of angola um angola angola Yes, Angola. Yes, Angola. Angola. I think that's, is it the only landlocked country in in Africa? I want to say, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping on where Angola is in the map. I'm going to have to like get myself a map again and start checking that thing out. Yeah, especially I'll be traveling again. I know the capital of Angola is Angola. Yeah. I know, capital of Angola is Luanda. Never mind. I don't think it's the right place that I'm talking about. See, sometimes you really, you know, slow it down, go to your Google Maps, check it out, because we don't know exactly where all these state, um, places are. I think we've no. gone to the point where a lot of people have no idea where anywhere is, is in the world. So it's, it's okay to kind of use your Google Maps and, and check it out. Right. Angola is not the one that's landlocked. Angola is actually south of the West Africa. They're probably closer to us, Gabon, you know, whatever. Landlocked one would be Botswana. It's, it's a little bit underneath it. So it's kind of close. 
I was, mm. I, I'm gonna give myself a little bit of like a little no, bit no, 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 this not the landlocked one. The one that's truly landlocked is Lesotho. Lesotho is actually completely Soda. inside yeah. South Africa, which is hilarious. Like you, you, every, you know, your entire country is inside another country. It's crazy. You may as well, you may as well be South Africa. Yeah, but, you know, let's, hey, let's, you, let's, you, let's be one here. Let's be yeah, one. <laughs> like let's just be South Africa, man. You just be another state. It's cool. It's cool, man. No problem. But ultimately, yeah, I definitely want to check out my map. And yeah, at one point, I definitely want to visit uh, more of the continents, beautiful views and stuff like that. But a lot of times the prices are just more expensive. And that's why I'm necessarily not there as much as I want to. Well, that's a little bit too much information. And we've, we've gone beyond the rants, beyond the moment. And thank you for your time and information. You can find me at the www.theneighborhoodfinanceguy.com. It's available. It's free information. It's good information. Share, follow, subscribe, and tell your friends. And what about yourself, Lovely? You can find me on IG, Lovely Mardellis. Um, it'll be in the show page notes because I have to be nice. Um, so you guys can always find me there. And you can connect with everything that I'm doing on my IG. I'm actually getting a complete rebrand. So that's pretty dope. Gonna be, um, it's time for me to step my game up in terms of being a brand, as they would say. And I'm ready to share my story more and help more people. So you guys will get some more updates. Talk to you guys soon. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks again, everybody. And talk to you guys. Peace. Deuces. Thank you for listening to the Financial Griot Podcast, powered by the Wealth Builders Collective. 